kind of stuff do you get in this podcast? Dream interpretation, astral travel, reincarnation, self care, and so much more. Hi, this is Bernadette, and I'm the host of Spirituality and Self Love in the Modern World podcast. Please do not forget to share this episode to Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and subscribe as well. Okay, kisses to everybody and take care of yourselves. Bye. Why you should not jump from one relationship to another? Why you should not jump from one relationship to another? Hi everyone, it's Bernadette. How are you holding up? I myself was not doing so well because I've been following the news and educating myself on the on the unconscious bias in a variety of ways. I seriously don't know how to address how I feel because it's sad energy. I hope you are holding up better than I am. Anyway, in today's podcast, I'm going to talk about relationships and why it's not healthy for you to jump from one relationship to another as a long-term pattern. We have all been there. You date someone, you break up, and then you immediately start dating somebody else. I have done it, and yes, it does feel wonderful at first. The excitement of getting to know another human being all over again, the first dates, the hand holding, the giggles, the sex, discovering a new body next to yours. I get it. I get it. It feels new and refreshing, and for a minute, it feels right. Like that's exactly what you need in your life right now. And you feel like your relationship was a complete and total waste of time compared to the relationship you have right now. Trigger, trigger warning, okay? Trigger warning. You might be upset after hearing this. Relationships that start too soon usually end abruptly because you start dating another person for all the wrong reasons. The relationship is more likely to be ghosted before it before it really has the chance to blossom long term. Why do we do that to ourselves? No one likes getting hurt. That's obvious, right? And yet we we all have been guilty of jumping into a new relationship way too soon. I feel like the reason for this lies in lies hidden in basic human nature we do it because a we got used to the attention we were getting in our past relationship and b we hate to be lonely we love being loved we become addicted to being loved by someone else we crave for the attention we get when we are dating even if that attention is the bare minimum we rely on other people to meet we rely on other people to meet our our emotional needs even even the emotions we should be meeting ourselves basically this is the equation in my head and it went something like this 
If that guy likes me enough to date me, I must be good. If he breaks up with me, then there's something wrong with me. That is so naive to even think for a minute, and yet that is how it truly felt to me. I believe that happened because my self worth was based on the opinion of others. I didn't know who I was, what I like, and what I don't like. Nor was it clear to me what good I had to offer to another human being. Throw some abandonment issues to the mix, and all of that was enough to set me up on a path of a lot of headache and anxiety. I rather, I rather date someone, anyone really, even the people who mentally abuse me and throw me crumbs of love, all the while making me feel like garbage, than facing all the demons in my head. I don't want to face the demons in my head. On the other side, I crave to be loved and understood and held, because I was lonely. I didn't know how to give myself the love I needed. I didn't know how to be there for myself. I just hoped someone would come along, be my prince charming, and then love would take care of the rest. But love is not a Disney movie. Relationships don't just work because the two of you have good chemistry. And loneliness is a huge problem for people nowadays. We are social creatures, and we crave deep social connections. Hey, I'm James Kennedy from Vanderpump Rules, and you're listening to Spirituality and Self Love in the Modern World podcast. Don't forget to share this episode to Instagram and Facebook to subscribe. Kisses to everyone, and take care of yourselves. Loneliness and the fear of being lonely is the number one reason why we get stuck in toxic relationships with with toxic people that prove to be fatal to our mental well-being. I'd rather be with someone who was not good for me than being on my own. Being on my own means I have to spend time with myself and my thoughts and my feelings, and that's not always the best place to be. I know. Trust me, I know. As I matured, I learned there's a huge difference between being alone and being lonely. I live on my own now, meaning I spend most of the time on my own, and yet I rarely feel lonely. Sometimes I really wish I could go back in time and tell the young Bernadette this, but you know, better late, better late than never, right? The honeymoon phase. The honeymoon phase. Another another thing why getting involved too fast and too soon with someone right after a breakup is the. Is the so-called honeymoon stage. The honeymoon stage is that wonderful time at the beginning of each relationship. Chemistry is blooming between the two of you. To you, they are perfect. The love hormones hormones are in the air, and you can't keep your hands off each other. To you, this person looks so perfect and so so right that you wonder how could you. Le- how how could you live before meeting them, right? The thing the thing is, the honeymoon stage is not exactly the time where you really get to know the other person. 
You cannot tell what a person is really like when everything is rainbows and butterflies. I'm going to repeat. Very important. You cannot tell what a person is really like when everything is rainbows and butterflies. The real question is, what is this person like when they get mad? What do they do after a stressful day at work? Do they know how to communicate frustrations appropriately? Do they have a lot of emotional baggage they haven't dealt with? But do you see any of that in the honeymoon stage? No, you don't really. Not really. The two of you are blinded by everything to the point where you become irrational. When you're in the honeymoon stage, you are not objective. The love hormones take your brain as a hostage and you don't see things clearly no matter how much you think you do. In your eyes, your new partner is P-E-R-F-E-C-T. Perfect. All you have to do, all you do is have fun, which is the exact opposite of what you did with your ex. Argue. The new partner feels refreshing and you are... Reminded of what you, what it feels like to be in a functional relationship. Even if you haven't had that time yet to decide. You haven't had that time to decide whether this new relationship is really that functional. There are not a lot of arguments and not a lot of bad days in the honeymoon stage. No one is passive aggressive. <laughs> No one is passive aggressive. <laughs> no one no one is triggered by the socks on the floor. No one is angry because you didn't load the dishwasher. Nobody gets upset by small things like that. And why is that? Is that because you finally found your princess or your prince charming? The one you're meant to spend the eternity with? Nope. 99% of the time is because you don't really know this person. The, uh, the emotional unpacking. In the honeymoon stage, your self-awareness isn't very high. In the spur of the moment, it's very easy to lose track of unresolved problems from your past relationship and carry them into the new one. But before we get into that, you know how we all have a dating type? Me, for me, I've always liked dating, alpha, smart guys, men with entrepreneurial spirit who aren't afraid to take risks. As attractive as that description may sound, uh, mm, those guys aren't exactly boyfriend material because they easily lose focus and loyalty isn't their, you know, loyalty isn't their strongest suit. My experience has shown that their work comes before family and health in pursuit of future happiness. I don't want my happiness in the future. I want it right now in the present. That is the secret to happiness. 
I'm I'm aware of this now, which is why I start every new relationship with precaution. I know my dating type and the costs that comes with it. I am consciously trying to pick someone who's better for me, who's better for my well-being. For example, I could never be with somebody who is not empathetic or caring. It happened to me more than a few times that I was smitten. I was smitten by your smitten, smitten. I was smitten by your average high achiever right here in San Francisco, California. And it wasn't until all the love hormones had evaporated and we started arguing that I was able to see I had yet again made the wrong choice. To make things worse, I noticed how my pattern of thinking and my feeling and behaving is more or less the same no matter who I am dating. So basically, I was stuck in the same dysfunctional relationship all the time. I realized I was having the same argument over and over again. It's just that the person I was having them was different. As I started working more and more on myself, I realized I'm carrying a lot of emotional baggage from one relationship to the next. That is why I keep bumping into the same type and face the same problem. It wasn't until I fully unpacked and relearned, relearned everything, everything I've ever known about myself that I could finally grow comfortable not only to be in a mature adult relationship, but to be comfortable being on my own. I use Anchor to record my podcast. It's free and I like the user experience of it. Podcasting is so much easier for me now because I can record straight from my phone. I don't have to have any hardware at all. Just me and my phone and I'm good to go. I literally can record anywhere from my phone and my laptop. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You need to start your process of healing before you start your next chapter. Let me tell you something. You cannot be with another person until you are fully comfortable on your own. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Okay? Relationships require a lot of work and a lot of compromise on both ends. You cannot compromise or offer something to another person, emotionally speaking, if you are drained. Okay? I'm going to repeat that. You cannot compromise or offer something to another person, emotionally speaking, if you are emotionally drained yourself. It's sort of like a relationship burnout. Do you know what I mean? You have to take it slow and you have to rest a lot. You have to take the time to reflect and heal your past wounds. You have to let your heart be open to love again. Anything is just anything else is just a waste of time and energy mostly on your end. Relationships aren't supposed to start just because you're trying to run away from your past feelings. They're not supposed to start because you're feeling lonely. 
and they are not supposed to start just because they're looking to find someone to be your other half. You are complete. You don't need another person to complete you. The right relationship starts for the right reasons at the right time. And most of the time, they are never forced and they just feel right. Even after the honeymoon phase is over. All right, everyone. That's all I got for you today. I hope you take care of yourselves. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. I also have a book on Amazon. It's called Intuition is Your Superpower. So if you feel like checking it out, it is $9.99 on Amazon. Take care and I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 oh,